Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bring, bring it Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we're here with a Tottenham update, but this one's a little bit different than the ones uh, you may have heard on this channel before because our good friend Steve McGookin, you can find on Twitter at Steve McGookin, is actually going to be attending the North London Derby uh, at Wembley with his good friend Patrick. So what's going to be happening today is the two of them will give you a little bit of a preview, a mid-match review, and then a full post-match review uh, of their opinions and thoughts on the game as it's happening and then as it happened. Um, so if you like this format, it's something you're interested in hearing more of, do let us know again at EPL Roundtable. But in the interim, I'll send it over to them. Uh, Steve and Patrick, take it away. Hi, I'm Steve McGookin. I'm here with my fellow Ulsterman, longtime Spurs fan, and my uh, constant matchday companion, Patrick Kerr. Patrick, coming up to the gate today, you can see the anxiety etched on Spurs fans' faces. This is basically a season-defining moment. How do you think it's going to go? I think you're right, Steve. I mean, the word I would use to describe my mood right now is apprehensive. Uh, I think, obviously, back-to-back defeats in the Premier League were a real letdown after the, you know, the triumph of the Borussia Dortmund result. We need to get back on track. If we lose, we're just a point ahead of the Arsenal, having been 10 points clear only a week ago. So you're right, it's a massive game for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, probably the most disappointing part of the, the week was, rather than the Chelsea performance, the Burnley loss. I mean, how do we pull ourselves back from something like that, given that we've just beaten Borussia Dortmund very convincingly and we, we were on a high? I would like to think it would be like the Dortmund game, self-motivating. It's the North London derby. Uh, we're at home. We have to win. 80,000, 70,000 people here today. I'm hoping that's going to be enough to get us through. But as you say, we have to get a result. Absolutely. We'll check back in at halftime and see how we're going. after what was a very frustrating first half and I think Patrick Arsenal were much more organized from the off I mean they definitely frustrated us but you could tell how anxious I think we were it was uh, a lot of the times we we were giving the ball away unnecessarily and they were closing us down very very quickly and it took us a while to get into uh, into our stride and and we had I think about a 10 to 10 to 15 minute spell in the middle of the half where we started to play quite confidently and put a couple of moves together, but we weren't able to, to build on that. And obviously the goal was very disappointing. Um, but And also the, the, the losing, the um, having the, the goal chalked off, Harry's goal chalked off. But it shows you we're still a threat from set pieces. But we need to, uh, we need to be a little bit more organized, I think, in the second half. 
I think you've summed it up nicely, Steve. Yeah, no, I think we were inferior in most departments in the first half. Um, we put ourselves under pressure. We gave them too much space, too much time on the ball. They were able to create, to make space. Um, and they managed to organise themselves defensively, which they haven't done on the road this term at all. So, uh, obviously, we went a goal behind. And as you say, we got our own goal disallowed. So, disappointing, frustrating. I hope that there is a bit more in the tank in the second half. We'd look a little bit more energised than we did. Uh, I think we looked tired at times. Um, as you said, there was a good spell, about 12, 15 minutes, where we weren't better than them. But they were overall superior. I don't know whether it's a case of substitutions, whether it's a, a mindset thing, but there was just too much. We had too much time on the ball, square passing, thinking about things, Wanyama, Sissoko in particular. We needed to be more creative, create more space, be more daring, be more energised. That just did not happen, so I'm looking for a ratcheting up. Yeah. Uh, of the gears in the second uh, the second half. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you you mentioned it during the during the game that uh, one interesting uh, uh, competition is between Awubi and Trippier on this uh, this side, the side where we're sitting. Yes. And you can tell that Arsenal realise that Awubi's getting the better of them every time, and it's uh, it's putting us on the back foot every time that ball comes down that side. Yeah, there's a few little um, niggles, few little battles, particularly on the right side between Trippier and Awubi, as you say. I I'm surprised that. Well, Trippier in particular hasn't got a card actually I think we're there's a little bit of it's a, it's a North London derby Steve so yeah. there's always going to be tension in the air I'm surprised it hasn't been more bad tempered than tempered yeah. than it has been actually um, who knows the second half you know we saw a bit of uh, uncharacteristic anger from Harry Kane midweek against Chelsea you know if the scoreline stays the same or God forbid they get a yeah. second I, I think the temperature is going to go shooting up here yeah I, th I think you're absolutely right I think it's really important that we come out with a little bit more oomph about us because we just haven't had that in the first half so let's let's see where we are at the end of the game It's after the game, Patrick and I have adjourned to a lovely little pub in Lesson Grove called The Perseverance, which kind of um, <laughs> sums up Tottenham's day, really, more than anything else. Not a great technical game, uh, not a, a, a tremendous advert for the Premier League, um, for the neutral. Uh, initial thoughts, it could have gone either way. Um, up until we equalised, um, we'll come on to the pens in a minute, but up until we equalised, uh, we, we were just repeating the mistakes of the first half, giving the ball away too much. Arsenal were, uh, I think, still more organised than we were, although I think that broke down as the second half went on. Um, refereeing decisions, doubtful, dubious, all over the all over the pitch really to be honest uh, it, it just it, it made for a very frustrating game uh, on, on the whole but you know at the end of it all we've put a bookend at the end of a bad week uh, and so hopefully we can we can build on that performance and that uh, resilience to um, to move into the next phase I mean we've got Dortmund on on Wednesday night Patrick and that you know as long as we don't completely mess up we should be we should be Tuesday night sorry thank you we should be okay with that um, and then we've got a couple of um, uh, games coming up but we uh, again we still have to go in the run and we still have to go to Liverpool and Man City and those are going to be obviously challenging games so um, so what were, what were your impressions of the second half yeah well very uh, well put Steve I mean um, it's definitely 
better performance. Um, I think we looked, I talked about at half-time, the need for being energised, and I definitely mm -hmm. felt that we were getting some of our old mojo back uh, at periods of the second half. Um, it was not a great game of football, as you say, not the best advert. Um, and I said to you, my feeling before the game was one of apprehension. My feeling now is one of relief. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sort of glad that it's out of the way, that we avoided what would have been if we'd lost three consecutive league defeats the first time since 2012, Good which more. is not a record that any of us would have wanted to go in to the um, crucial game on Tuesday night against Borussia Dortmund away. No, I mean, look, I think if we if we get a result that night, then mm -hmm. it's Champions League quarterfinals and everybody is happier and sunnier disposition. No, the refereeing was was bad. Um, I've been looking at some of the commentary after the game. It looks like Kane was offside for the incident, which led to uh, his penalty. Um, I think the Arsenal penalty at the end was not a penalty. I mean, um, uh, was it Aubameyang went over extraordinarily easily from a pretty innocuous challenge from Sanchez. Uh, but you know, Hugo is going saved penalties and two, uh, two consecutive penalties. There was Leicester a couple of weeks back and then today. So, And he was a hit a terrific save off um, from Awobi in the first That's half. That's right, so yes. Kind of, I would have thought maybe our man on the match, actually. Yes, I was going to say, I agree with you, you there. Know, in terms of yeah. the actual impact on the final result. So, <sighs> relief that it's out of the way. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you, Patrick. And I think um, I, if we learned anything from that, it's that we have to be better about not giving the ball away. I mean, that was, it, yep. I was saying to you, you know, if, if it had gone the other way and we had lost, we would definitely have been the architects of our own downfall For today. sure, for sure. Um, but fair play to Arsenal, they were well organised, they knew, yeah, they I, had a game plan, they knew exactly I think they were, the, they, they were the better team. They were the better team, team over, certainly over, in the over, first over, half. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly in the first half and arguably for parts of the second. No, I don't think we'll look back on this as a classic. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we uh, our first draw of the season, of course, yes. it should be pointed out. You know, <laughs> new territory yeah. for Spurs in 2018-19, um, yeah. and then we've got Southampton away next Saturday afternoon. That's right. Yeah. And then there's a huge break for international games and FA Cup games yeah. until the end of the month. We're, we're away at Liverpool, so. Hopefully we get three points <coughs> next Saturday, yep. and the result on Tuesday against Borussia Dortmund, and, and so things will look a bit rosier. And also that'll take an awful lot of pressure off Pochettino as mm. well, because there's been a lot of discussion, obviously, about um, you know his future and, Indeed. and the fact that this is a, a temporary blip uh, rather than anything more substantial. So, yeah. uh, I mean, how do you how do you see you know what, what lies ahead for him? And, yeah. and we were talking on the train on the way up today that, that in a way we're glad that. Things are going so well for Solskjaer at yes. Man United, otherwise Definitely. the speculation Definitely. Would, would just be uh, Well, it, and, it, and the speculation won't go away. I mean, if you look at what, you know, what United have had in terms of in the post-Ferguson era, and you look at Pochettino and he pretty much is the perfect fit for them in terms yeah. of four or five years of Premier League experience under his belt, young uh, clearly extraordinarily talented, able to able motivate, to team. Yeah, motivate players, yeah. build a team. He, and of course the crunch, the, the kicker is that he hasn't had resources to play with and yeah. you've got one of the richest or second richest clubs in world football. Yeah. So, you know, open the checkbook time. Yeah. I don't think that will go away, that speculation, because there are too many people in this world who have a vested interest in seeing things in the media. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Will Solskjaer, I mean, I agree, his performance has been enormously helpful for us, um, even though it involved beating us 1-0 at Wembley a couple of months ago. Um, 
But you know, if, if he doesn't get top four and yeah. doesn't win the FA Cup, then there will be pressure, I'm sure, on us, um, on Pochettino and Levy. If he does get top four and wins the FA Cup, right. um, you know what more does the man have to do uh, to get the job? You know, he's well, got the clearly adored by the he's fans. got the dressing room. Yeah. Fans love him. He's a he's a treble winner with United back in '99. He's yeah. got the, he's a club legend. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could spend a lot of time looking for a unicorn um, uh, when you got when you got the right man right under your nose. But as I say, if he doesn't get the FA Cup yeah. and he doesn't get top four, then I'm sure the um, clamour. For um, you know to get Poch in would be very loud indeed. I think so. And and when you look at the remaining the run in for the rest of the season, I mean, uh, this is going to be probably the most interesting fight for the last two top four places that we've seen for a long time because there are so many implications for all of those four teams. Huge. Um, you know, in a way, it's hard to know what's going to happen with Sarri and Chelsea, but I, I would imagine well, a parting of a parting of company. I think is yeah. what's going to happen there. Um, but there's a confirmation if they miss out on top four this year that, that that's probably set in stone. Yeah. Emery, I think, for for Arsenal, can probably get away with having yeah. a season of rebuilding and, sure. and, and and you know, fair play to them. They've bounced back. They've done. Uh, they've done pretty well uh, recently. Uh, yep, I think very well. Uh, if any, if anything, it's us that has the most to lose by missing, no question. Out, missing out. Well, I mean, all those clubs you mentioned, Stephen, United, and United, Chelsea, and Arsenal have all won silverware, of course, in the past four or five years, and famously, infamously, we have not. Yes. And uh, that ticking clock ticks ever louder. Yeah. Um, and you know, when Poch was in the media today, yesterday, about you know. Just reiterating the silverware point, and he said it's a longer-term project, and but acknowledging that players may go because you know, when when you're 40 years old, looking back in your career, you look at the trophy cabinet and think, yeah, well, I won X, Y, and Z, and we ain't won X, Y, or Z yeah. for 11 years. So no, I, I think and it's not going to happen this year. I mean, we're the best uh, in the world. Not, it's not. We're not going to win the Champions. We're League. not going to win the Champions League this year. But um, but I, I absolutely agree with you. But I do think where I agree with Poch is that this is more than about just having silverware. It's yes. about progressing year on year it is and the the exponential level of progression has slowed we're we're not sort of learning from our past mistakes uh to well there were, yeah there were so. there were frighteningly um long periods of that game today where it felt like i was watching the club from mm -hmm. five or six years ago yeah mm -hmm. and we still have this incredible incredible preference for square balls and back passing yeah. when we should be going forward with the ball it sounds so simple and basic yeah. to say but that was to your earlier point about not creating chances. Yeah. If you're going backwards with, backwards with the ball, yeah. you're not creating chances. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, and um, you know we're not there yet. I, I mean, if you're, we're going to put me in a spot, I think we will finish top four, but it may be four rather than third. Yeah, I'm sort of starting to suspect that as well. But uh, again, another another Tottenham roller coaster today, Patrick. But uh, indeed, I think that was probably. On reflection, probably a fair outcome because yes. I think Arsenal Arsenal bossed the first half certainly, no uh, with the exception of maybe 10, 15 minutes, uh, and then we came back into it second half and uh, and we could have we could have won it, um, but yep. you know agreed. We'll take it. We'll take the bookend and we'll move on. Drink to that. All the best, man. Give us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.